Hello, this is Jeff, the heart in horror flicks with heart mix. And I'm making a little disclaimer here for the first time. Uh, you would think the first time might have been that Jeepers Creepers episode, but I digress. Uh, in the beginning of these podcasts, I like to ask Dylan a question and kind of start a dialogue and search for a good entryway and get comfortable before going into the actual meat of the podcast, as opposed to clicking record and saying, hey, we're covering the movie Intruder or whatever it may be, which would be fine. But I just like to ease into it in a different way and have it be more natural. So I'll try and ask Dylan, uh, ask Nix a question to get us started. In this episode, uh, where we're covering the movie Intruder, uh, I decided to ask Dylan how he fucks. Uh, <laughs> how he makes love, per se, or whatever it is. Just I was just kind of being silly. Well, what happened was we ended up going off on a full-fledged conversation about it. And we are just, for the most part, I was being goofy, but Dylan is such a very honest and upfront guy. He was giving like real answers. It became like a real conversation. So I, I didn't want to cut it. So I just wanted to have this disclaimer saying, feel free to go ahead and skip. Take that little like that ball and slide it to the uh, you know the fifteen minute mark, or you can just keep hitting you know thirty seconds later, thirty seconds later, thirty seconds later. Uh, I just couldn't bring myself to cut it. So we do cover this movie. We go into detail about the movie, obviously. So if you want to just get to that, go ahead and go to around fifteen minutes. You did you would probably skip most of the sexual talk that Dylan and I did. If not. Go ahead and listen to the whole thing. I recommend that also. But I just wanted to have this little disclaimer just in case you're like, I didn't tune in to listen to two. Uh, you know, I'm going to say that we're both young men. We didn't tune in to hear them talk about sex. We heard them talk about the movie Intruder. So go ahead and skip to the, uh, I'd say around 50 minute mark. So just want to throw that out there. Uh, to anyone that's listening, I greatly appreciate it. It means a lot to me and uh, Hopefully we keep getting better with this shit. But anyway, enjoy Horror Flicks with Heart Nicks as we cover Intruder. And, and enjoy the sex talk if you decide to listen to that too. How do you fuck? Hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have like a... Like, take me through it. I don't know if I've ever asked you before. Like, what... Do you have like your go-to? Like, is it kind of like the same type of th thing every time? Where you? No, it depends. Sometimes, like, sometimes I'm uh, like, like I just want to come. So it's just like, let's let's do it. But other times, like I'm, like she'll just, I don't know, just some, just it'll hit, the mood will hit me and like I I'm just fucking all over, licking her, fucking up and down, Ooh. biting her skin, turning her on, like just fucking putting my hands all over right sucking on her tits getting her fucking just like so turned on and then you just you leave <laughs> then i'm then i usually make her come like 
once or twice before I even do like we do anything with me. Mm. And then that turns around even more to where it's like Yeah, COVID's a big turtle for me too. <laughs> uh I actually just like uh went down on her for the first time the other night. Oh. Because she's she doesn't like it. Like she doesn't she it weirds her out. Yeah. And we were just both turned on. And I was like, I'm going for it. Huh. Yeah, so look at you just going after it. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever ever asked you before. But it's good to know. You have to know these things as a friendship. I mean, I'm definitely on. uh I'm like the uh I'm the initiator. I'm like the I'm the it kind of bumps me out. Like one time I, I would just love for her to like like me to be doing something and her to come up to me and be like start taking my shit out. Right. But uh you just get annoyed. Like I get the, oh, try the podcast. I'm zooming with my mom. God damn, what's wrong with you? I'm FaceTiming. It's pretty dope. I have that's good. Pretty good. So you're time. you're so you're pretty much the one just like just you just kind of pound her out then. You just I mean, pound her out. Does she she hop no, on board or no? She'll she, she will like switch positions like four or five times. Nice. Very rarely is it just like ah, 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 ah. I'm done. Uh, no, it's we yeah. we're like to where like we look at the clock and we're like holy shit. <laughs> How long is this going on for? To be young again. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, yeah, back in the day, I, I was probably kind of like that. But back in the day, my bigger thing was more of where, like when and where. There's just weird places was the thing. That's why it was weird. And it was all about me and her like, fucked yeah. at She had to. Uh... Hey, Jeff cutting back in here once again uh so here's the part where dylan's about to go into a story that once this podcast was originally posted he experienced some remorse some regret for giving away a little too much information uh, about a specific story so don't mind the uh little cut here just cutting in to let you know and uh really hope you're enjoying this horror flicks podcast so far and back to the pod so i'm not it's not like i'm itching to go back to those days or anything like that but it's it's definitely fun to reminisce about yeah i mean dressing rooms and sex is just fun especially if you're with someone who like is uh into it if it just kind of says (laughs) by the numbers it's like yeah yeah, that helps when they when your partner wants to do it too. Like nothing's better than when a girl like when you can tell a girl wants to like wants you to fuck her, like when right you just you just have the like when she you know when you're taking her clothes off she helps you out and like gives that little <clears throat> bit of a lift or yeah like I think nowadays for me I think I uh, first things first thing I do is there's about five minutes of paperwork get all the paper like, get all the paperwork done can you just state your name and <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's five minutes of paperwork. There's video cons- consent. And then I grab her hard by the throat and lay her down. And I just push on in. I like to take the right leg and I put that one up a little bit to where the knees face in the ceiling, just the right leg. So my hands are the thought you lift that up and then you just go, but not all of it. You're, I'm, I'm using half of the piece. 
you just do half for a while and you're going at a pretty good pace and then it's just hitting them walls them solid sugar walls so do that for a solid 25 30 seconds and then still have it by the throat kind of but just where like my hands off to the side but my thumb is on the throat region so you're not really choking her out but there's pressure that's all you want is the pressure and then it goes wild yeah for that shit yeah and then after about 25 30 seconds i go did you finish and then they're all like no and then i go oh well all right well then we're gonna take a a reset here and then you might have to but but and then by that time i'm I was soft for the past 10 seconds anyway. That's why I, uh, I make McKenna come first, like once or twice. Cause then, uh, then I don't feel bad. Like, if, you know, like if I come quickly, uh, there's definitely pressure relieved when it's like, you know, that, that, okay, cool. All right. So that she got there. Now I can kind of now whenever I do go, it's good. Yeah. Like, it's what it like, is. Oh fuck. I have to hold on. So that that's definitely nice. And, by, and with that pressure gone, then sometimes you'll just be like, "Oh, okay. Well, then, shit. Maybe we could." Uh... And then you hit. Then you you're, sometimes you'd hit a time to where it's like, "Oh, at this point, it doesn't matter anymore. Now I can just choose when." Yeah. <laughs> once you once you get past a certain, once you get over that, I mean, I guess it's kind of a pun, but once you get over that hump, it's like, "Oh, at this point, we can go. We can do it as long as we want." It's been pretty awesome because lately we haven't had a lot of time. So when we do, like, we're all like, like, we're, you know, like angsty. So I'm just like really like sometimes we, we just go at it hard and sometimes like we take our time and there's like a lot of foreplay and kissing and shit. But, uh, what's dope is like lately we've been just like so into it that I've made her come like four times (laughs) before I have. So by the time I'm ready to go, she's just like fucking exhausted. She's like, Oh my God. She's like this like I'm like I'm ready to go to sleep, and I'm still just like fucking. Good. To be a young man nowadays, hope you wouldn't take my recounting of my sexual escapades too seriously and too literal. I really don't want to be run out of the. I just want to make it very clear: the whole going soft, the ten seconds ago thing was. That's only because I was fuck. I only fuck people I don't like. <laughs> so, so don't. Like that. Have you ever come like <laughs> yeah? Oh, go on. <laughs> there have been times where I've like I'm trying like and chicks like hold on, hold on. And I was like, and it's like fuck, and I'm trying <laughs> so hard. But then of course, like I can't. So like I come, but it's not like a it's like withdrawn. So it's like I'm just like fuck. Like that didn't feel great for me. And I can just feel my dick instantly going like like a squeezed go-gurt can, just <laughs> just you know, like. Ooh. well and i'm still trying to like get her off so it's like this fucking and then she's just like ah, ah, and then she finally comes but and like i just she's like did you come I'm like yeah <laughs> it's just I've like had, no I've pleasure had, have you had this movie before where i'm lucky enough to where like i'll come but i'll there's been times where like we finished and we the whole post-coital thing and i I make a joke of it. I was like, look at this. We look and I'm just still, it's just still up. It doesn't go down right away. It just chills. I'm like, what? I, what? It's like been like a, a weird conversation mm. piece for a while. So because of that, you ever do the thing to where 
like okay almost almost i'm just like i mean you're almost but i i gotta go so i have to count on like count on the ability to stay hard to where it's like i'm gonna just, i'm gonna go ahead and do it but i still think <laughs> I, I can keep going afterwards and get you there and i've counted on that technique for a long time and for the most most part it worked to where i just uh, go it just depends on how turned on i am and like if i'm in the mood or not if it's been a little bit then yeah like there have been times i've blown my load <laughs> but i mean look and it, had it to walk vary. to the bathroom like you know <laughs> trying to take a piss like fucking acute angle bent over i mean when you're in the when you're in the mix of it and you like you have a partner where you're kind of consistently going at it then it get it kind of gets better and better where you can you establish chemistry and stuff but if you go through like droughts the weeks go by it's kind of like hey if we want to have good sex we better have sex now so you know tomorrow and whatnot we can have good sex because we're gonna have to get through the initial let's get you know we gotta unload here mm. now the hottest sex for at least me and my girlfriend is when uh is when we, it's just been a bit yeah, the hottest sex for me and your girlfriend is if you don't know. <laughs> That's the only way it works for me. I was like, like, I'm going to try and stay up until she gets home because we haven't seen each other all weekend. So it's probably been about a week. Well, it's a good thing that she's going to come to your home tonight and she lives there. Because if she didn't, that'll make her an intruder. <laughs> hey. Come is kind of like an intruder a little bit. I had the segue. <laughs> I had it. The little spermies are like little intruders swimming up the fallopian tubes. And hey, and only one of those sperms usually survives. Your final girl. Ooh. This has been the wildest intro I've ever. We I've should ever... keep all of it. <laughs> got you down can you actually speak tim what are you catatonic <laughs> Starting this off, can we vary from our um, usual saving our thoughts at the end? Can we vary from that for this episode? Do you mind? I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'll be a little bit vague. Uh, this is my favorite movie. <laughs> uh, okay. So just wanted to put that out there and now we can we can move forward have you have you already seen this movie yeah yeah i uh i picked this movie um 
I had fa- I, I don't I think I was just on Tubi like two years ago and I was scrolling through shit and I was adding it to my list and I saw the poster for this and I'm a big sucker and I think we've talked about it before yeah you are yeah <laughs> Suck stick. uh <laughs> ew you do <laughs> you know I I can't remember if I have or not it had to be the end of the world for you to suck a dick. <laughs> like, I really can't remember if it's like a childhood memory or a dream of sucking someone's dick. But... Well, hey, that's a whole other podcast slash therapy <laughs> session. Any users. Uh, I was on Tubi and I was scrolling through and I saw the poster and I'm a big fan of horror movies that take place in a like specific time or location. Um especially when it's things like uh like a grocery store which this takes place and that i don't know just something about it is really fascinating to me um that's also the way i like to make movies is if i have access to certain locations i write shit based on that location and what like my uncle's uh warehouse that we used in sickos like that's a i just love the fact that we're able to shoot there and in a way like preserve it like if he sells it and whatever, it's, it's like, look at this cool fucking place that we got to film in. And that's how this movie was for me when I heard that it takes place in this grocery store for the whole movie. And it's just a slasher flick. I was like, fuck, that's awesome. And it's from the eighties. So I checked it out and I loved it. And I was like, holy fuck, how have I never heard of this? Um, and especially with Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi and Ted Raimi being involved and I, it just blew my mind how I'd never heard of it until Tubi. And yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. I will say though, on rewatch, because it's been at least almost two years, it is a little bit different than I remember it being. It's a little bit goofier. It's a little bit more in the vein of Evil Dead than I really remember it being. I thought I remembered it being kind of just a straight up slasher with really no jokes or anything. Um, But there's some shit i was fucking laughing hard at on the second watch well we'll definitely get to it uh i watched this for the first time in preparation for this podcast when you picked it you said the intruder i was like okay what's this and first of all the poster is awesome i love it the post the artwork is so great i went right to ebay looking up if people were selling like eight by tens or something i could frame of this poster Mm-hmm. Uh, so 80s slasher set in a grocery store like you were saying uh, I really like single location movies uh, like The Office uh, like you're in The Office a lot for some reason I think it makes me feel comfortable I feel I like literally I, one of my yeah. notes is it's a cozy horror movie yeah I, I got to know that office I feel like I could walk, find my way and navigate my way around the entire place because of watching mm-hmm. that show uh the movie waiting with yeah. ryan Reynolds and uh past episode star justin long uh i watched that movie i would repeat before i love that i've seen it in theaters i love that movie the original dawn of the dead is another like cozy horror movie for me the taking mall, place yeah. in that okay. shopping mall like it's yeah. just so fun it's almost like a wish f- fulfillment thing where like you uh like you drive by a school at night like your old high school or you drive by a grocery store and you just wish you could just go walk around it at night when no one's there it's yeah. like this weird special thing and that's kind of what this movie does for me 
Um, like Dawn of the Dead. There was a uh, Zach Galifianakis. There was a movie he was in that was in a, a psych ward, psychiatric ward. Uh, I can't place the name of it, but I really like that movie as well. It's kind and of a funny story. It's kind of a funny story with Emma Roberts. Oh, damn well. it. I should have said Dinner with the Schmucks. I, I almost said we need to talk about Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That movie's great. That, I wouldn't mind cover that one day. I haven't seen that in a really, really long time. But yeah, I guess that's enough examples of that. So yeah, I was immediately on board. And then you throw in, I was like, Sam Raimi? I was like, Bruce Campbell? Now I know, I feel like, you know, Bruce Campbell was kind of thrown into like, uh, attack. you know, he's, spoiler, he's not a big part of this movie by any stretch. But still, there was so many things going, I went into it excited to watch this. Mm-hmm. And as it went on, <clears throat> I... I don't know if it will ever be. I, I do really want to watch it again. Before we record, I was about to watch it again. I don't know if that first, though, it'll ever be better than that first watch, though, because I was consistently like surprised, which we'll get into as it goes as it goes along. I'll tell you about some of these I was like surprised with. I will say that I remember my first time watching it. I remember thinking like the first 30 or so minutes, I was like, oh, God. Like, what is this going to be? And then I remember as, like, people started getting killed, that's when I was like, okay, I'm actually, like, this is fucking surprisingly good. When I yeah. thought, it, like, I started thinking it was going to be just terrible, low-budget shit. Uh, so, yeah. Um, What's the first note you took? I just wrote Robert Kurtzman and Greg Nicotero. They're... Um, I, forget, I think they were producers or they worked on, they were like the special effects guys that worked on this. Uh-huh. Um, and they're both like really famous. Greg Nicotero, I think uh, is like the showrunner for walking dead or like, or creep the creep show TV show he's involved. I think he does the makeup for walking dead, um, but he's like a big makeup effects, makeup effects guy. Gotcha. Um, same with Robert Kurtzman. Um, the writer director, Scott Spiegel, I think is his name. I think he was just friends with like, sam raimi and company and that's why they're in the movie and i think they also did they produce i can't remember i should have wrote that down let um, me let me ask you this so the film was originally entitled the night crew yeah and they uh it'll be more they decided it would be more marketable as the intruder and gave it that uh do no, you just have a intruder pre- not the intruder intruder, intruder. intruder um is there do you have a preference I kind of actually like the night crew because Intruder, although it works, I've seen the poster and looking at it now, of course, I'm completely fine with it. But it kind of reminds me of like a one, like a like a Jennifer Lopez movie. <laughs> like just like a one word yeah. like thing to where someone's breaking her house, she has to fight him, fight him uh, off or something. I don't know if I'd be okay with a night crew either. Um, I kind of don't like either title, but I don't know what I would come up with. Um, Overnight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't really have a, you know, I would have been fine with something even cheesy like discount murder, <laughs> <laughs> slashing prices. I don't Supermarket know. slasher. <laughs> I honestly would have like okay, like whatever. Supermarket slash. That that wouldn't have been too bad. Um, I guess my first note about the movie was I I wrote, old man is fucking weird. <laughs> like that bit in the beginning when the old man is checking out and i can't remember oh yeah yeah do you remember it's just like it almost seemed like improv like everyone was just improving, and the old man was just like 
bumping into shit, dropping shit, the bag ripped. And then he, like the other guy walked up and he's like, he almost walked in. And he's like, oh, oh. Honestly, fucking dialogue, but working, dying. working in retail and stuff like that actually made it seem realistic for me. That seems like I've seen shit like that. Just some like kind of like bubbling old guy kind of awkwardly. And then you say stuff, but he's not that nice. But he's also, I don't know, because the girls were talking and he's trying to get rung up and he's a little, he's old and kind of. No, I just thought uh, it was fine. Like it came it off was kind funny. of like a, a little forced almost like. Yeah, a little, but I immediately like. I mean, it's an eighty slasher. This is no, exactly yeah. what I want out of an eighty yeah. slasher. Is that what, type of shit? Well, what I'll say about it is that it definitely has the Evil Dead charm. It has so much charm in this fucking thing that like you can't help it. Like if you go into this thing just, oh, I fucking hate this shit. It's like okay, well, obviously you're not picking up on. Well, one of my there. one of my first notes was like the vibe immediately. Yeah, this is said, exactly, that's what you're talking about. I wrote, I like this setup. It's nothing complicated. It's a cozy horror flick. Um, yeah. Uh, also, what I think I liked about this movie a lot too is it reminded me of, like, if you and I had access to a supermarket. Okay. Like, this is the movie we would make. Just the very next note was, I it literally says one of my first thoughts. Wish Dylan and I could have had free range to shoot a flick in that grocery store. Mm-hmm. so right we're like we're right along with the same even shit. down yeah. to all the kills like all those kills would be kills that i would have like been like well let's walk around the grocery store and see what we can yes. use as the mer- so it's satisfying in that regard too like i said a certain wish fulfillment of uh like man i want to see someone get their fucking crushed by the bailer because i've worked in retail too so yeah. working with a bailer you know we've probably had those thoughts before of course. Oh, this would be a cool kill. So it happens. Yeah. Like, I've, yeah. I've wanted to put coworkers in that very city bailer. So I've got to live out some fantasy watching. I would have lived out fantasy watching that. <laughs> um but yeah, it, it you get these characters and they're just like kind of goofy. If they were in a more modern movie, people might think it's they're really stupid and unlikable. But in this, they're just even the blonde surfer dude, when he fucking talked, I was fucking Dying. oh my sweet sweet grinch yeah that that character was i i had to like listen closely he made me listen and like squint my eyes and look at the screen i was like is he a german transfer student who's working or is he does he have an accent is he from somewhere different i really hope you uh i mean there's so many good quotes to, to use but in the intro to this episode when you have the music paused and you uh-huh. have a quote i really wish you would just play his entire monologue when he's talking about like yeah he would have killed me if he didn't if my roommate didn't hit him over the head repeatedly with a blender because <laughs> that monologue just goes on uh, for so long i, I dude i was like crying <laughs> laughing so hard at it dude it was so good i don't think i can use like over like 15 seconds of movie unfortunately or else i would use that bit i might have like played uh with that a little bit in past but uh yeah i'll probably just use a sound of like a grocery cart just hovering over asphalt (laughs) rolling across the asphalt (laughs) it'd be really really just a letdown uh did you like the uh, do you want to like set up the basic plot real quick so at least if you yeah i mean it's nothing complicated uh A night crew is working overnight to like discount prices and it's a good it's a good crew of like what six people eight people somewhere uh, in there so and then the two managers and then um the main chick who i forgot her name already even though i just finished watching it um 
she has like an ex boyfriend dude that is stalking her and like wants to talk to her and he's kind of violent and then that's what i that, that's i will say that's one thing that's kind of weird in the movie is the fact that like he get, he gets in the store and they like wind up fighting with him which was a really awkward fight scene oh, we we're gonna yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so then he kind of runs away into the store so they're like all right well while the cop while we wait for the cops to get here let's split up fight him. let's let's split up and find him so that goes on for to the point where you're like okay is this uh, like when i remember when i first saw it i thought that's what the movie was going to be intruder i thought it was going to be them going off trying to find this guy and they start getting murdered by somebody right. um but then they actually catch him and throw him back out of the store and it's like all right let's go back to work and then those fucking cops show up for do you remember what the first two cops the old guy and the tall guy yeah the two most pointless cops ever dude what did i i wrote uh hold on oh come on i know i wrote a note somewhere where i said the most useless fucking cops i've ever seen in there you go they literally walk in they're like the guy's been gone for a while it's like oh oh uh, what's this? well dude what about the dialogue i wrote this down i'm skipping ahead a little bit i have to backtrack but I think uh, the one of the guys who works there who got a hold of um, the leather jacket, let's just call him, he's our red herring. Spoiler alert, he's our red herring. The boyfriend who wants to talk to the blonde cashier. Now he's running around the store. He seems weird. He got really forceful too, though. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird. If, if you're going to make us kind of root for him later, maybe you have to tone back. the. It's kind of the House of Wax thing where he yeah. kicked the homeless guy's change out of his hand. We have to root for him later, so there's some stuff you have to hold back on. But uh, he tells the uh, tells the, one of the people that work there, I guess with the store, the store owner, he said, you better hope the cops get you before I do, as he's holding him. He has him before the cops <laughs> have him. Did you pick up on that? He had him. No, I missed that one. He said, you better hope... Uh, the cops get you before before i do as he's holding him you already have him before the cops do you could do whatever and i was i missed that one but at this time i was just i was just laughing because i was so at that point i was already having so much goddamn fun yeah that's what this movie is it's a lot of fun because it's so simple it's just okay night crew is putting away shit in at late at night in this grocery store that's going to be shut down yeah and people start getting murdered there it is. Very violently. Simple, simple as that. And the only other thing of note that you want is, like you said, it's being shut down. So they let all the, like, yeah, we had a rough night here with that weird, you know, jacket guy in here that we had to get, call the cops to get kicked out. But just let you know, we appreciate all that, though. But uh, we're shutting down. And then you have the mustache guy saying, you know, this, well, how do you the feel? Manager. The assistant manager. This, this place has been my life for how many or many years and blah, blah, blah. So that's basically it. And then once we start seeing uh, bodies drop, we just we just get to watch this fun. Like, when you think 80s slasher, if you just, if I didn't see this at all, you were like, 80s slasher set in the grocery store. You're probably, if you haven't seen this, you're probably thinking what we saw. That's, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, so. What, with some exceptions, I feel like some people might, I feel like this movie has uh well the general idea the plot yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah 
yeah it's like i said it's very simple it's not complicated but what makes it work i think and makes it very memorable is the character choices and the little bits of comedy and the charm and that the fucking kills are actually very Dude. gnarly and uh we're gonna get into that. have some good effects to it practical effects and so all that kind of put together and then the 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 twist quote quote and the pre- uh, the motive for the killer is fucking super simple to the point where it shouldn't work but you're just like okay fuck it yeah that's fine like yeah because by that time you find out the twist of what's going on you just watched however many minutes of like lunacy crazy shit yeah. where, where you're just like oh right, yeah bring it on it makes yeah. that's that's fine that, that's on par yeah it doesn't like you know it's not like an alien a demon possessed me to do this no everything it it was completely on par uh this was a real grocery store too they filmed in uh at night yeah yeah let them you know rent it out at nights that's um, so i cool. read somewhere that they had to buy it was weird because i read like a random i can't even remember where i read it but it was like a trivia fact where it said that they the the production had to buy like discounted food to stock the store with so that they didn't ruin actual product when like throwing each other into it and running into it and all that shit but i don't know if that's true or not i don't know because you would think that they would just pay for the damages or pay for whatever but if they had to open up the next day i guess I mean, how much stuff did they really... Yeah, I don't know. Did you... Uh, something kind of reminded me of Evil Dead. Did you like the uh, the shots, for, the camera shots from inside the grocery carts? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, like that. There's a lot of cool camera shots in this movie. A lot of... The cinematography is really nice. Um, my, one of my favorite shots is... Uh, what, actually, in the opening of the movie is when we just see a very big wide shot of the grocery store. Like once we're like it cuts to inside and we just get like a full layout shot. And that's like one of my favorite things from the movie is it just instantly just like, ah, oh, we're going to be in here all night. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's settle in. Let's get a warm blanket and just. So we have the vibe, the boyfriend who was, you know, calling the store and wanting to see his I guess ex-girlfriend, but they weren't even together for that long. Or they it fucked was, around. They just kind of like fucked around. So we like a, a few times. He came. He conquered. Yeah, he grabbed her by the throat, lifted her leg up, busted yeah. in. See, it all connected. Went soft in twenty minutes or twenty seconds, and then realized. No, he I guess the, his backstory is he killed a guy in a fight at a bar and went to jail. Oh yeah, yeah yeah they had to, they they threw that in there a little bit later just to really add on like he's killed someone yeah to really make you think okay so he's definitely the guy who's going to be killing everyone in the store what did you think of the the main character discounts gourney weaver oh she she was fine the jacket guy was horrific <laughs> he was awful dude like I, I i looked at this guy like oh my god the fact that he got this part, even though it's an 80s slasher, and it's fun, I'm glad I mean I'm glad he got it. But how someone casting would think like, okay, yeah, he's got the he's got the chops. I think yeah, I thought it was really, really bad. I I love it. Should have had Bruce Campbell play the boyfriend. Yeah, why couldn't we just do that? I mean, and by the way, so when this fucking fight scene. 
dude I, that's the thing is on the second watch i forgot that it was this goofy it was i really like, remembered it being more straight just straight horror and not fucking wacky i think at this point my mouth my jaw was dropped i was just like oh they were fighting in slow motion it was like you take two people with zero fighting ability and say fight and then you put the video in slow motion it looked like it was shot to be funny it was the, i oh dude i love God. that the manager came like comes in punching like not <laughs> he just comes the general fucking manager just comes out of nowhere and just starts fucking wailing on the dude Good sam raimi comes around the corner gets thrown into the fucking uh, pepsi display he's just like hey guys what's going on it was almost like they're like, okay, feel free to talk during this scene. We're going to cut out all the audio and replace it. So if I watch the scene, it seems like like he would run it. Okay, okay, here I go. Now you grab me. Okay, grab me. Okay, now go ahead and throw me. All right, here I go. It was just horrifically choreographed. I love that it was all like, suddenly all the grocery oh. store employees, it was like eight people against this one dude, like slowly trying to like grab him. And then he just like throws Sam Raimi into the Pepsi display and then runs off oh, into the God. store. and. They're like, I'm going to go call the cops. Everyone else, try and find them, but stay together and be careful. It's, there it's was like, how a, about you just wait till the fucking cops get there? There was a guy who gets pushed over in the beginning. One of the guys in the fight. And mm -hmm. when you see him again, he's getting up and he has potato chips on his head. <laughs> like loose. Potato. It's like, okay, you got thrown into some stuff. Uh. Uh, and someone like a set or someone came up and just like here let me just put put some ruffles on your head okay and action stand up <laughs> I, I, it was killing me it was killing me this is oh oh yeah and by the way before you go my next note after this is that it says this is my favorite movie <laughs> well this is what this is what i do what i love about this the movie especially after the second watch is that this whole search for the intruder this the boyfriend goes on for so long and it's just really kind of pointless and useless like it's just meant it, it kind of almost feels like it's just meant to pad the rum time but they put in funny bits like do you remember when the i think it's the manager he like opens one of the stalls and he goes ah oh, and then he just flushes the toilet <laughs> uh, yeah and then it cuts to someone else searching and they do i think they uh he like reaches in and like steals a thing of Oreos and starts eating it. And then we cut back to the chick and she's still trying to call the cops. And I think she finally gets them on, on the, on the phone. And then that's when the boyfriend pops back up and like starts threatening her again. Yeah. Like he just comes, like no one finds him. He just comes that. So it goes on for like 20 minutes. I can't remember if that's when we got that blonde guy's monologue. Like, man, it's, uh, I, you know, Greg's crazy, man. And like, he would have fucking killed me. So, was that the guy who said, because one of my next notes here, and I'm trying to, like, base off my notes and also trying to remember what I was talking about. I said, holy fucking shit, the dude's acting. And I put in quotes, so typical of you, Tim. The attic? What? Yeah, that's the same guy. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. okay, okay. So, this is when I we first see this blonde character that I'm like, I already said this is my favorite movie. Now I have my hand jaw was dropped. Now the jaws dropped, and now my hands are on my head. My we body keeps this, changing. After this podcast, we should go hop on the PS4 and watch this movie together. I would fucking love to. Whether at some point in time 
whenever we get a chance, I would love, I would love to. I would absolutely fucking love that. I, this is be the, a great watch along movie. Yeah, for sure. That so typical of you, Tim. The attic. <laughs> yeah, that's the same guy, the one with the blank. Man, he would have fucking killed me if my neighbor didn't repeatedly hit him over the head. Oh with the blender. God! And then I think the chick's like, "Are you sure it was a blender?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was a high C like cord blender or something." Oh yeah, <laughs> I like, I wrote who down wrote this. I wrote down a Hamilton Beach blender. Yeah. That was my note. <laughs> it's just his 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 uh his the way he says it, his cadence and just the way he talks is fucking hysterical. And it's like, is that the actor? Or is that actor just really damn good Dude. at playing like this character? He reminded me of a surfer Tommy Wiseau. That's, that's like perfect, that's yeah. like the vibe I got from him. Where with I, a little I, bit I, of like Shaggy in there. Yeah, with a little curiosity in there, too. like a high surfer Tommy Wiseau. Did you see the officer that got hit with the door upon entering, which wasn't even called or mentioned in the movie? He just ran into the door. <laughs> he ran into the door. This is my favorite movie. Thinking about it. this is the shit that I would write into a movie like this. I was like, hey, if I was directing, no bullshit. I swear to God, this is my humor to a T. I would say, uh, excuse me, next time, this time, come in the door, but have your shoulder hit the door a little bit and just act like you're thrown off a little bit, but no one, no one make a comment about it. Yeah. Well, the, the whole scene <laughs> with the cops is uh, was just bumbling and kind of weird. Um, because they're useless they just come in and everyone's there like well where is he and like well we threw him out and it's like okay is he is he oh he called okay and they just like write a note and they're like all right well call us again if if he comes back and it's like it, look how long it took you guys to get here <laughs> dude dylan he hits the door when he enters and when he leaves the old guy goes to turn and he puts his nose right into his partner's armpit like his arm yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like what is this bit what are these two cops? I <laughs> can't even explain it. It's really something you have to just watch. Oh, please. This is a... To me, I never heard of this. To me, it's a hidden gem. There could be, obviously, way bigger horror fans or that well, know about shit. Well, it's also hard to get a hold of. Like, Tubi is a real champ for having this on here because there's very few limited releases, physical, media-wise. Please go go watch this if you haven't i i really this podcast is best listened to when you take it when we tell you a week prior and this is what we're covering when you watch it this one oh please please watch it this is this is just amazing i mean and the the fights and the punching sound effects in this movie were literally like so went into a studio and bought like a a pound of beef or chicken and just slapped it against a microphone and that's the sound that they used well there's also just wonderful fucking like cringy dialogue but it's also just funny as fuck i don't know what like when uh the assistant manager says wacky tobacco do you remember when he says something like that he's like we all smoking they're sitting there smoking a cigarette or something he comes just walking up out of nowhere what are you smoking that wacky tobacco uh or the fart blossom special do you remember he's like i'm gonna go make a bean and pineapple display i think i'll call oh. it fart blossom special and i i wrote i that would be something i wrote <laughs> you would lying. definitely i can't i if they gave us free range to do like hey guys 
go ahead. I want you to make an 80s style slasher at this grocery store. A lot of this type shit would be in it. I feel mm. I honestly feel that way, especially with some of the cool shots in this movie. Like the uh like we I wrote Hamilton and Beach Blender, by the way. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Did you really? I wrote it down. Yeah. I said I said surfer dude eating Oreos, quote quote, Hamilton Beach Blender. I all I have but the note just it just says a Hamilton Beach Blender. And I actually before I said it, I didn't know what I was talking about. So I'm glad it came up to where I figured out like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know why I even left that fucking note. Uh, but dude, some of the shots like we talked about with the inside the grocery cart. And I really like, like the other shot, uh, the manager getting choked out and we see him first through the green bottle. Mm-hmm. You have that shot? Like yep. the camera, you're seeing through the green bottle. I love that. That's yeah. so, just a pretty subtle thing, but there was a lot of cool shots like that that I loved. I think there wasn't there shots too where like the camera was on the conveyor belt as like items were going up and like being checked out. So. Yeah, yeah. Cashier scene so. was grabbing shit like that. Yeah, I loved all of that. It totally made this stand out like different from. Well, it other fills shit. out the store too. It it lets you see the store from so many different angles that you yeah. really begin to feel like I know the store inside and out, and I feel very comfortable <laughs> here. Uh, yeah. I did love how after they got the guy out of the the boyfriend out of the store and like locked him out and there was all that broken shit everywhere. The manager decides to tell them, thanks for working late guys. You know, we really appreciate it. By the way, we're selling the store. Your jobs are over. Uh, now clean this up, will you? <laughs> God, yeah. Fucking clean, clean this. Yeah. Clean this up. And they, but they still tried to make it like it was a nice way. Like you all, yeah, will, like, you all, you all will get your, uh, a reference and you also get uh bonus checks or something like that, yeah. whatever they said. And they're like, oh man, they're all sitting on the you know registers and whatnot. Like, oh man, <clears throat> that's when you see the mustache uh, co-manager or whatever be like, yeah, what do you think I feel? This place is my life, and blah blah, and that kind of sets up something later. But is our first kill the manager with the after the shot through the green bottle? I think so, which is pretty gnarly. He gets his fucking head impaled on one of those receipt spikes. And it shows it. And yeah. Okay. I, that's when I remember going. So this, <laughs> what this was the first little surprise because 80 slash, I for sure thought this would be one of those cutaways alluded to death yeah. cutaways that I totally thought this would be that type of movie. I like they known. cut away and then show him impaled. Yes. You see it through like, okay, now that we have the makeup applied and blah, blah, now we'll show it. No, he's getting choked out. And then you see it like, then slam. I was like, oh, okay. That was I was still at we'll get to it, but I was still continuously surprised <laughs> at what we see. Yeah. I was it's, like, okay, you see full practical effects just get fucking put through the ringer and they look good enough to where it actually <laughs> makes me go, Oh fuck. I'm like, I, I'm sitting there like this is fucking aggressive. Yeah. This, this is way more aggressive than plenty of the uh like Friday 13th entries. Like, yeah. I mean, good night, Nelly Furtado. And then uh, Ted Raimi, I believe, is the next kill pretty soon after that. But uh, after the receipt spike through the eye, I guess technically he's not the first kill. He's still alive. Yeah, I can't remember which order they all die in, but remember the girl... The one other girl goes to leave. She gets killed out in her car, I think. Oh, maybe she might be the very first one. Actually. She might be the first. I sickos. think she's the first one. 
She's the very first one. Yeah, she went out to her car to leave because she wasn't working overnight. And what happens to her? I can't remember. <laughs> I cannot remember her death. I think though. she is one where we get like she. I think she's a cutaway death. Oh, so maybe really... that set me up for a bigger surprise when we started seeing shit. Oh God, now I can't fucking remember. And that's terrible because we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're I talking know. about this movie. We're gonna. Uh, I think what happened with this is I got so into the, I was just enjoying the movie so much. Yeah. There's certain like parts of the movie where I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably take a note to, I was just into it. I was watching it. Yeah. I think her, her was a cutaway death. And then we get the managers. And like I said, I forget what order they go in, but Ted Raimi, I love the fact that they cut, kept cutting back to him and he just had the same music on repeat. And it's just this stupid little like, do, 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 and it kind of pays off to where each time it cuts back to him and he's just, it's the same like song over and over. It made it kind of funny when finally his death comes and he gets a fucking meat cleaver to the back of the head, his yeah. headphones split. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's cool and funny. That uh, was, that was good. Sam Raimi is the butcher. So he gets a fucking hook to the face and hung yeah and uh it was somebody's decision did you read this it was really originally supposed to be something else but i i believe it was sam or someone said no if i should be on the hook and i should be like like a a piece of meat like on the hook going like going through so we see him again later but i think they had another like less creative death plan for him i believe but that was another really going but before that uh we kill off surfer Tommy Wiseau. He gets his fucking head smashed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the bailer. And the ba- so with that, I remember thinking like, oh shit, like here we go, like thinking of this guy's getting wrestled underneath his head's going underneath this thing. So you're watching it. So you're waiting for like the cutaway. You see it. Yeah. So once again, I'm like, oh, like I w- always, I kept expecting a cutaway. And I think there's some versions of this movie, the like unrated and theatrical or whatever, where there might be cutaways. And if there are, that is a fucking shame because uh, that's yeah. one of the things that really makes this movie stand out is that you you expect it to cut away because you're just like so used to 80s horror movies just kind of cutting away right? And then cutting back for, you know, the effect. Instead, we see it all the way through. And I think that's a testament to uh, Robert Kurtzman and Greg Nicotero, like. My, my note for that kill, I, I spelt it like this. I said, Tim, I got my head smashed. <laughs> As if maybe he survived it. What if he did survive it? He was like drop dead friend. His just head was all smashed. I got my head smashed. I, I wrote, thank Christ when the surfer dude died, but gnarly death. Uh, I, I feel like I wanted a little bit. No, I guess he got killed at the right time. It was just because he, for like the five minutes before that, he's going, come on, Tim where you at tim like uh, I, after that i was like okay let's i'm good for you to go now so typical of you tim the addict <laughs> i wrote ha 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 gnarly meat saw death now who finds the uh or does anyone find it Remember we get that shot of a a packaged hand like the hand got packaged as if you were buying a pound of ground beef. Oh, I think that was Sam it. Raimi. I think he picks up and he's like, what's this? And then that's when he gets hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember. What's this here? It's a fucking hand. Like it's 
so obvious. Just, but that's so good though, as well, because of the reveal later. Because why would the like if it was the jacket guy, it wouldn't have made as much sense for him to package the hand. But if it's yeah. a guy who works there, maybe a co-manager, wink wink. So I I, I like that. That was a good setup. Like he assistant too. Assistant to the <laughs> store manager. Store manager. Yeah, that that was after that. Uh, my note was the deaths in this flick were genuinely pretty gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> like um, oh. the, for me, the one I think other than the Baylor one, I think it's that uh, meat saw death that really just makes you oh fuck. Christ on a soldier when the war. guy. Which it's a little cheesy, him getting dragged and like he tries to grab for the meat cleaver pathetically, and but then like him getting his fucking face put to that saw, and then we cut away for a second, but cut back and just watch this practical head fucking get run through this thing, and his screaming stops, and we see his teeth like shatter and I shit. Just, you're just like we we saw the head smash, we saw the uh, I guess the hook, we saw like all these things that we're talking about that the receipt spike. And they got to this kill, and I still thought they were going to cut away. Right. <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, fucking Christ with these kills. These these types of effects will be so much more effective than things nowadays, I think, mm-hmm. was like something I was thinking at the time. I cringed harder at this, like I said, in past uh, episodes. Horror movies usually don't bother me, um, with a few exceptions. Like Saw never made me, never bothered me. I can watch that shit and has no effect. But this, the deaths genuinely made me go, oh, fuck. <laughs> was like God like my shoulders went up and just, wow. Well, okay. also, the, the guy who takes that specific death, the saw through his fucking middle of his face, yeah. he was kind of our, uh, the new love interest, love interest of yeah. our of He thought our he was going to make it at least till the end. Yeah, so and another super cool shot. So we talked about Ted Raimi taking the knife in the back of the head. We see him come down, his body come down on a conveyor belt later. And then as it gets to the end, it just crumbles apart. You remember that shot? Yep. That was the coolest shit. Like he yeah. put this body, he cut it all up, placed it together on a conveyor belt. And by the time it got to the bottom, bottom we just watched this body crumble into pieces. Just crumbled. Like you take a, a fucking chocolate chip cookie and just put it in your hand and go, that's that was the shit. Um, we gotta watch worse movies than this, dude. We're just uh, we can't just. I have too many. Well, drinks what's really cool about excited. the what, and we've already mentioned it, that we would write this, but just because we both worked in retail for so long, and then we also both worked in retail together at the yeah. same place, it's so cool to just see a movie take place in that environment and it actually be decent and great, right? Um, you know that fucking Baylor Toys R Us. I'm sure I probably was looking at it one day, thinking like that'd be a cool horror movie death. So to finally see it in oh, something we, that already was made in the '80s. If we could have walked through that store one night, like all right, you have free range to shoot that flick here, just to be able to walk through that store and all the deaths we could have come up with with just what was there. We could have called it the toy store. Yeah, the toy store. I told you I wanted to shoot a show like more based off the office it wasn't horror called retails yep i'm sure that had to be a like you know retail spent you know spelled t-a-l-e-s yep that seemed perfect we came up with some funny shit for that god i wrote so much shit for that 
that could be a podcast too. It probably is. Retails. It's, it seems so. That has to everything's be probably just a podcast or a that, channel. Or just TikTok. to do. Just to do this, we had to put our fucking names in it. Yeah. So it could be like, there's no way another Hart and Nixon. <laughs> Imagine we are they already like, what half a million subscribers. We have to change it to you know horror flicks with Nixon Hart, short dicks and big dick. The horror short dick and big dick horror flicks with short dick and big dick. <laughs> Good God, I will say uh, as we go through all these deaths i did know pretty early on that leather jacket wasn't the killer yeah it's not like there was no real big surprise i was pretty i before it got revealed i i I did know what was going up so it wasn't a big shocker but still i think that's good writing even though i wasn't like oh yeah i mean i knew who the killer was but i knew it because the artwork kind of spoils it and that was a note that uh the company that distributed this their fucking vhs and like poster art and dvd covers literally have a picture of our killer like who the killer is on the cover like yeah i'm glad i didn't see that until our i didn't look well even the awesome art on tubi if you look real closely you can tell that's oh wow see i'm glad i didn't uh go into that too much because at this point we're at uh come to find out guess we kind of already brought up the co-manager guy has been responsible for all these killings and obviously he was you know fairly cornball and whatnot but a slasher i thought he played like crazy pretty well i thought dude, that great. was I, my note i said holy shit like the you might have I, a problem with it. the fact that he, oh he's just crazy and that's why but you buy it because I, he does such a decent job at playing like a fucking lunatic yeah yeah I think he just passed away, that actor, just recently, like within the past few years, too. I was like God looking up because he, he was so, I found him so interesting. I, I guess it made me look him up to see what was going on, if I would know anything else. But yeah, I thought it, I thought it, it was a lot of fun. And it, when it's supposed to be kind of an out there crazy guy anyway, yeah, you kind of let a lot of things like, okay, yeah, why not? And his motive is just because... The guy he own, he only owns forty nine percent of the store, and the other guy owns fifty one or something. Yeah, and he uh is like doesn't want the store to. He literally says, "I'm crazy about this store. It's my life." And then she, the the survivor girl, the uh blonde, she says, "Well, what about everybody else? Or what do they do?" And he's just like, "I guess I just got carried away." That's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it works yeah, in this, and you're sure. like, okay, fuck it, that's awesome. Um, yeah. and I love that shot when like she she's looking at the blood on her hands, and then she and he's looks yeah. down at his hand while he's on the phone, and he sees the because she hooked <clears throat> his hand. Yep. Um, I will say that the chase stuff between him and her, it starts to go on a little long. Uh, I re- maybe just a little. It wasn't tiresome. But it was, if we're going to nitpick, which I guess this is kind of the point of doing this. Yeah, it was a little, at one point he ends up outside the store and then a, a Kills a bread man. Yeah, it kills a, a late night bread. And then he bonks him on the head after he yeah. kills him. <laughs> Dude, how about when, uh, I do like little things though, where he was walking through the store looking for her and he stops and picks up paper towels and puts them back on the shelf. 
Like, yes, yes. Tied and, it, to tidy it up. All right, well, that's the thing, too. The, this movie wasn't careless. Like, we talked about um, foreshadowing this movie. Well, earlier on, I guess, their break before the our future killer, he tells a story. Remember he tells that story mm-hmm. about I, I, a friend I, I his? Yeah. was literally getting ready to say this. About yeah. walking through with a decapitated head. He goes, and he was eat, uh, eating a burger in his other hand. It was just kind of this horrific story about how this person didn't care about. And then, you know, you go through this movie, and sure enough, here he is, and our killer is carrying uh, a decapitated head. The general manager's a, yeah, head. Eating a fucking sandwich or a burger or whatever. And and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I and love he quotes the line as he's walking up to the girl, and you're just like, yep. this dude is fucking yep. nuts. And he he beats up. So our leather jacket guy, our red herring, he's back. But now he's like the our protector. And he gets beaten down with a decapitated head. He's hitting him with the head. That was pretty fucking awesome. So the manager was just like giving leather jacket head for a few seconds, which was dope to watch. And our bloody crazy killer ends up in a locked in a phone booth with our final girl which was actually pretty um horrifying i know it's like we there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie but think about it this crazy older guy and especially if you're claustrophobic she's in this movie trying to call the police he tips it over and now you're both in there together yeah and ah man yeah real quick do you remember when they were fighting on the conveyor belt and she grabs the soda bottle and bonks him in the head no wait the the soda bottle that didn't break yeah okay i think i it was just like that i thought it was glass and then it just hits him in the head and it, yeah it, it, <laughs> and it knocks him away I, I laughed really hard at that part but you know what? there should be more of that because you go to these uh these movies where it's like someone takes a beer bottle smacks it on the side of the bar like oh you want to do something they should have more to where it doesn't break have it realistic it doesn't break every time you hit someone with it <laughs> i wrote head beating as well head I beating. brought that up it's such there's so many cool visuals in this movie all the deaths the in the the camp the shots that you wouldn't think to maybe get like you said inside the grocery cart or through the bottles um and there's a lot of other ones that i'm we're forgetting um i know i hope this is enough to get people to watch it at least i know a lot of times we sit here and talk and whenever we get excited about it it just seems like, and then this, and then this, and then you remember this part, this part, and if you haven't seen it, you're probably like, what is, what the hell were they? I hope at least we, you know, you know enough to, if you haven't seen it, to go watch this. Yeah, and, sorry we spoiled you know, it for you. <laughs> yeah, but like we said, we we give a week ahead of time, so don't click on it if you haven't seen it yet. But, uh, but this movie is one of my top favorite horror films definitely especially Same. the fact that i just found it hadn't heard anything about it i other than my friend michael he i think he told me it was good because i'd asked him about it and so i just gave it a watch and i wound up being like holy fuck this movie's awesome it's really it's just one of those ones i could put on anytime and just be comforted by it comforted by it comforted by it. yeah like someone wraps you in a nice comf- <laughs> comforter right out the dryer <laughs> it re- but it has that feeling just because of the location and the fact that it's like an 80s 
grocery store. So you see all yeah. those cool old cereal boxes and it's nostalgia too. So it f- fulfills that for me. Uh, Plus you love cereal. Dude, I would love a bowl of cereal right fucking now. But yes, some frankenstein. Some <laughs> callback. <laughs> Count Cocula. That's right. I'm going to be that for Halloween this year. No, nah, dude, I'd love some golden grams right now. <laughs> yes. I'd fucking gobble up, box up. Yeah, I bet you would. Uh, well, I had a Reese's blur- flurry. flurry a Reese's flurry blur. <laughs> on my drive home from Miami. You... <laughs> What's happening to you? You look like your day would be Reese Blurt. <laughs> Reese. You should be in a Badia movie. You should be Reese Blurt Murker. <laughs> that um, was detective. No, that Reese was the Blurt. dumbest thing I've ever said on this podcast, for sure. <laughs> that, I'm Detective Reese Blurt. <laughs> they're like, oh, excuse me, what was that? Here, just here's my card. Here's my card, and they read it out loud phonetically, and they still can't get it. No, no. The for some reason the name is actually just blurry, like the font. It's like, <laughs> you can make out like an R. Whoever reads it doesn't know if they're having a stroke <laughs> or the person who gave the cards having a stroke. Uh, well, yeah, we didn't even you know, we didn't even finish. So the cops do show up because while they're our final girl and our killer are trapped in this phone booth and he's on top of her leather jacket comes back and just starts stabbing the shit out of him, which was pretty aggressive too. Yeah. I will say that it was kind of, cause it was with a meat cleaver, but it doesn't, you can just tell it's not cutting the dude and he's acted the, the, the guy's acting as if it's cutting him. So it's just like, Oh, come on. Like as especially as many times as he whacks him with that fucking cleaver, his arm should have been cut off or something. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was, I mean, I still thought it was pretty aggressive. Was Look, I'm just saying, hacked. this fucking thing sucks. All right. Hey, you didn't, you did a, tur- a real turnaround there. Intruder, more like, ooh. <laughs> you literally could have said intruder, more like booter, but instead, I mean, boo rhymes with true. Even when the dumb joke is there, you don't take it. That's why I love you. Officers show up, but this time it's not the bubbling old guy and the bubbling rapist. No, now it's just... uh, I don't know why I called that. Two competent cops, I guess. And one is our very own, the legend himself, Bruce Campbell. Which, at first, I didn't even... Dude, you wouldn't even... if 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 you weren't paying attention... You'd be like, oh I, shit. I went back, I was like, wait, what was he? Like, oh, he was the, the, one of the fucking cops at the end. That's right. I think it's because I'm coming off of I just watched like uh like the first five episodes, season one of Ash versus Evil Dead. So I'm used to seeing that Ash. I forgot about the you know, the skinny toy, very young Ash. So maybe I wasn't expecting him as that. Uh and they but, arrest our two survivors because fucking the killer is still alive and he looks at the cops and says they did it they killed them all yeah the cops look over like at this hacked up guy in a phone booth and at this point this because this kind of doesn't make too much sense so bruce Kimmel leaves to go check out inside 
but he's in there for what <laughs> seconds that's where you, you yeah you just have to kind of he comes out he goes that. Uh, it's a massacre in there or whatever it was like there's bodies everywhere and they think that our final girl in another jacket are responsible for all this and they're about to take the heat for all this which i guess you can buy that maybe it does look like that but i did think it was funny the the not bruce campbell officer was reading the, our final girl her rights with this authoritative point oh yeah and like she screams like the most like <laughs> i wish you could see it's hard to describe but like it's put, a weird last shot for the movie like point your elbow to like the sky almost and make and just point your finger and then just wag it no he's reading her her rights like the most if you were going to be a stereotypical police officer that's the point you would do and then yeah the, then you think that he dies the killer dies after saying it was them and then she screams as she's getting rid of rights. And then ah! the killer's eyes open. I think the whole moral of the story here is don't work in retail. What do you think? I concur. Okay. I'd rather work in retail than work in fucking hospitality, though. I'll give you that. I'd rather work in retail than work a pole. I'd rather work a vag. Then have to wear a badge. Hey. And be a police officer. Mm. Right? Because mm. like the old quote goes, Dylan, you finish it. I'll, I'll start it. You finish it. You instead of being an officer, you'd rather <laughs> I can't think of anything that rhymes with officer. That's why. <laughs> That's why that's why I threw it to you. Dude, I almost said <laughs> I almost said cover your mouth, sir. <laughs> but I couldn't think what what's that was I have officer written down. I was like, what the hell is he gonna come with on this spot that rise with officer? <laughs> Sorry I did that to you, but I had hope that maybe you would uh, I thought it uh, uh, weird bit. Anyways. <laughs> intruder is a wonderful little flick and drove i'm glad that you liked it because i actually was worried that you would just kind of make fun of it but it actually seems that you genuinely love it so that's i that's genuinely nice. genuinely love this this is so just this is just right up my alley dude this is it was awesome like i said i was actually looking forward to it. if we didn't record tonight i was gonna watch it again <laughs> i get a few drinks deep and watch this we're talking a fun night there's a have you ever i don't know if they have them up there but it's called save a lot have you ever been to a save yeah, a lot? Yeah, yeah they have one by my where my gym used to be and i used to go there after the gym and i would just enjoy walking it was like a you know kind of shitty rundown grocery store but i would just be it would be like you know super late at night and i'd just be walking around in there kind of by myself there's like a few people at the register and even though i've seen i'd seen intruder uh i remember just thinking like man if i could just fucking film in here it would just be such a dope it's got such a dope vibe especially late at night it just makes you feel i don't know no i get it i get it i really don't know how to explain it i have this weird thing where just the idea of being in a place after hours when it's like closed or kind of empty it's just so fascinating the idea to go 
walk through a mall at night when it's all locked up would be so fucking cool <laughs> oh i got to um like back in the day i was a bit uh i was a supervisor at toys R Us years ago and i got to i got sent on a thing to go set up a a, a pop-up store at a mall so i actually got to go to a mall before it opened like hours before it opened to set it up and i remember just walking through an empty mall and all i could think about was like a zombie movie here it was so i have a picture of it somewhere if by some chance i find this old ass picture which i guess it wouldn't even be interesting anyway so fuck it never mind i was gonna say i'll send it to you and be like here's a picture of a mall closed at night uh but yeah well, that, that was, was a fun always... <laughs> well, that was <laughs> yeah. a fun like that was fun check this out yeah it just it basically looks like if i took a picture of the mall during the day except hey he, he managed to get a picture that no people are in and the lights are a little dimmer <laughs> <laughs> so fuck that anyway i'm gonna agree i'm gonna take a picture of myself and then just chroma key me into like a picture of a mall <laughs> it posts that yeah find some generic rundown picture of a mall and just and it'll it'll be really obvious too my yeah. the lighting will be off just literally just put it on fucking black and white <laughs> just take the fucking tone out of it and be like there's the picture that he was talking about that was fucking stupid i'm drunk but I fucking love this movie. This is one of the, my favorite movies that we we have covered and watched for this. Damn, that's high praise. Seriously, I this got me. It had a little bit of everything. It was a fun watch. I think it was like the first movie that I'm just getting settled into this place. I got the TV up on the wall. I watched it like in bed. I was like lounging. I had a drink. It was just a good watch and a good time. And I highly recommend it. Now the podcast could be now if we started a movie now, the podcast would probably be good. Now I'm in the zone. But it's not. Instead, Dylan, by the way, thank you for picking that. <clears throat> Truly. Like I have another this is the beautiful thing about this podcast is coming across new favorite movies like this that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. Well, that's what I try and do. That's what I try and do is I try and pick movies that I know you haven't seen. So that way at least like Jeepers Creepers, you didn't like it. And that's made for a cool conversation uh so it's it's nice to get your opinions on things that you haven't seen and i picked intruder because it was free on tubi so i didn't want to make you rent anything well let's see if you'll be picking for next week because it's time for the strive for five do 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 strive for five strive for five strive for five if you miss this game, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, then break, break out. out. <laughs> go, 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 grave digger. That's, that's still in there. <laughs> what if that's like a uh, one of the categories? <laughs> you put in monster trucks. Monster trucks. That's not a bad idea. Which movie incorporated this monster truck? What? <laughs> Bigfoot? I don't fucking. Was there a Bigfoot truck? Yes, it was one of those famous ones that had the big, uh, oh, that's a different one. But yeah, there's big blue. It's just a Bigfoot on the side. Bigfoot was the shit. You remember the ones with the big fist on both sides? Wasn't that a zombie? I think that one's still around. No, this is, no, this is oh, I else. remember the fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name. <laughs> Samson? Samson? Sw- Slippy? Slap- Swanson? Swanson? Samsonite. Samsonite. That's what it was called. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> Dude, here 
are your categories you get to choose from. I should switch these categories up because, look, Dylan could be taking my categories and just doing research in his own time, trying to get these in play. Yeah, that's what I do. You never know with this guy. Well, he does this three times. Your first category, Dylan, is gay as fuck. Your second category is host. Wait, is that really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gay as fuck is your new I might category. excel in that category. Well, you're definitely incel in that category. Second category is host of horror. Third category, taglines. Your fourth category, let's do um, cameos. As well as remakes. Okay. Let's go with those. Let's go for... um, hmm. Let's go for gay as fuck. Okay. So we're going to switch around. Now, the whole point is for you to get to... Five points, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna let you choose. Do you want gay as fuck for one question, one point, or would you like gay as fuck for three points? They vary in difficulty, obviously. If you want to play safe and go for the one point, let's, yeah, let's do that. Because okay, yeah. <clears throat> Your one point question for gay as fuck. The main actress in this movie described her character's sexuality in a 2009 interview with the New York Times as a cannibalistic lesbian cheerleader. So the main actress of this movie, so the answer is the movie, Mm -hmm. the main actress of this movie described her character's sexuality in a 2009 Remember the year interview with the New York Times as a cannibalistic lesbian cheerleader. <clears throat> That's how she described it. Did you say is the actress or the movie? Is the answer? You, the movie is the answer. Hmm. I think um, for some reason Megan Fox jumped into my brain. That Jennifer is it Jennifer's body movie. That might be the title. I can't remember. I never saw it. Um, trying to think. Two thousand nine. I don't know what else came out. Two thousand nine. The Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually two thousand eleven. No, that was uh, Zach Galifianakis described his character in The Hangover <laughs> as a cannibalistic lesbian cheerleader. I mean, I could see him doing that. That'd be pretty uh, yeah, funny. yeah, it would be funny. I'm going to go with Jennifer's body, I think. Because Megan Ooh. Fox, I think. The answer was Jennifer's body. Ooh, look at that. Congratulations, Dylan. You, my friend, are gay as fuck. Gay as fuck. All right, Dylan. Dude, I was thinking about, like, gay shit all this weekend. Okay. Like I was, uh, I found these two dudes on YouTube who have like this, uh, and I just was really like they were attractive. YouTuber grinder. 
No, <laughs> well, it was TikTok, but they have like a YouTube Uh-oh. channel. That's where I was watching them. I was just like really in, like attracted to them. And then okay. all this weekend, I was just like, you know, I have a girlfriend, but it's just like, am I happy? <laughs> so this category might awaken some things in me. Glad I could help. <laughs> hey, you Dylan. know, we're just all out here trying to <clears throat> That's all it is. I hear you. Boy, am I trying. Post of horror, taglines, remakes, cameos. Let's do remakes. Okay. Remakes. For one point. Colin Farrell got a bit overzealous and accidentally punctured a stunt double with his prosthetic fangs in what horror remake? Oh, Fright Night. Fright Night is correct, Dylan. We're going for your two-point question in any of these categories. If you get it right, it's a clean sweep. You got your five. You have two, two points. No, you're getting your three-point question now. So that's going to make it five. We're, We're going to strive for five now. We're striving. For, you're striving for five. Well, there is a legit. If you miss it, then there's a legit strive for five. Your last strive for five. Your last. <laughs> I just want to get that voiceover there. But if you get this, we won't need that strive for five question, Dylan. You're running right through it. What category you want? You can use any one. You can go back to gay as fuck for three points. Host of horror for three points. Taglines for three points. Uh, if you want to try your luck with remakes for three points. I've had my fill of gay this evening. Or cameos for three points. Um, Let's do cameos. Here we go. Your three-point question for cameos. Producer Eli Roth makes a cameo in this movie where he plays the same character he played in his own feature directorial debut, Cabin Fever. Fuck. Come on, brain, brain. There's a three-pointer. There's a little more. Uh, I think uh, I'm thinking it's 2001 Maniacs because I remember him showing up in that. So I think that's the answer. That we're going with? Yeah. Correct. 2001 Maniacs. A clean sweep. Dylan, I think that's like three weeks in a row. Crushing it. The strive for five. Doesn't need the strive for five question. I don't need that shit. I'm a fucking champ. (laughs) Oh, man. I just felt so good because I was stretching and I had like just a lot of air in my chest. Oh man. Shit yourself and pass out. (laughs) Before I even pick a category, you just Yeah. (laughs) You pick a category instead of a movie. Like, okay. (laughs) I'll pick a that's the category I'll pick next week. I I guess I'll pick pick a category before I pick a movie. All right, Dylan. Shit. You strive for five. And you made it. What are we covering next week? God damn it. It's an important decision. For all I know, I could end up watching this tonight. 
Or Wednesday. Well, I feel bad picking shit that I make you rent, but at the same time, it's like... Uh... Well, it is what it is. I mean, as long as I can access the movie somewhere or another, I can... You know, I ordered uh, Lake Placid on Blu-ray from Shout Factory, and I got every other single one that I ordered except that one. And I messaged yeah. them, and they said, eh, it might come in sometime. Yeah. Like, I, if you want to cancel, you can. I pre-ordered uh, Jason Voorhees' new blood figure in July of Still last year. <laughs> like in June of last year. And it's not expected until July of this year. God damn. You know, speaking of Lake Placid, I always had the idea of, of like a porn parody. I was just about to say. Really? You, yeah. So was, you, are, so you already know. Yeah. Lake Placid. Betty White's still in it, and she feeds boaters to the lake. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking there'd be a giant cock in the lake. Oh. It's that's, less, giant that's less. That's less. <laughs> A giant crocodile. I met. No, I like can see it in my brain, like this scene where the crocodile is coming up to the cow, except it's a giant cock, but it's like still reptilian with scales and shit. Oh, see, I I guess I went to I went less sci-fi, I, a little less sci-fi, where Betty White would take these like I don't know, like horny dudes and like end up like getting them down to the lake and pushing them in. But for whatever something like the water does something, they can't get boaters anymore. <laughs> so they have a whole town of like just immobile men who can't. I love get how water. you actually <laughs> dove into like Lake Flaccid and like how it would affect people's boners. Yeah. I just go, no, turn the crocodile into a giant <laughs> cock. You're the writer and director. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm the one who makes. <laughs> Dude, that's why we're a team, man. I'm a, I'm a hidden gem, man. I look deep. Although, oh my god, you know who would be the hero in your movie, though? The crocodile hunter. Walking. Crocking. Look at him come. Oh. oh. One shoot could prove fatal. Y'all gonna try and jump on this big rascal here and try and get on him and wrestle him like this, right? Oh, oh, balls quite full here. Hey, so what are we watching? Are we watching Lake Placid next week? Yeah, let's watch Lake Placid. <laughs> but, let's watch but, Lake Placid. But, but your Blu-ray didn't show. That's all right. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch it. I have the DVD. I'll watch that. It'll be fun. Are we? Wait, are we really? Yeah, let's watch Lake Placid. <laughs> it's on my list. Okay. I always say it worked. I mean, I actually, I was trying little... to wait until I got my Blu-ray, but they don't know if it'll even show up. So it's like, all right, fuck it. Let's cover Lake Placid. <laughs> now that we spoiled a bit that we could have probably used for <laughs> yeah, we, the best part of next week's podcast just happened in this one. So be on the lookout for that episode. Good luck. We'll try and come up with more shit for that one. Yeah. We'll do our <laughs> yeah. best. No guarantees. Yeah. About to do a previously on, and they just played the, this last segment. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the intro of the next podcast. All right, well, there it is. Uh, watch Intruder, and uh, before next week, watch the classic. I want to say 99. Does it sound right to you? 
I think it was 99. Yeah, because you asked me a question, and it was said, what 1999 yeah. movie has a tagline? Okay. You won't know what bit you. You won't know what bit <laughs> Next week, you won't know what bit you. Well, we're telling you now. Lake Placid. <laughs>